here we go with part two. Um, change of pace, I guess. Uh, quick question, first of all, because I saw you pull that out, pull out, uh, a, an entire Kit Kat bar. What's that? Uh, Sakura flavor, cherry blossom. Oh, God, it's cherry blossom flavor, and they do have them. You know what? Um, <laughs> first of all, I'll ask about It's the, the March flavor. It's the March flavor. Okay, yeah. what was February, just just for reference? Uh, I think what? it was sweet potato, but I was not in the country, so. <laughs> oh, Wait, sweet and potato. Sweet potato, and I then think. what was January's? Oh, I don't know. Okay. They all di- they're all different. The thing is, okay, first of all, a, tre- a trend I'm noticing in cosmetic stores and body shops, uh, when, I, when I step in them with my sisters, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had, like, Sakura, um, Sakura creams and what have you, yeah. cream. So, so maybe, the, so ultimately, I'm well, not. Well, it's a, it's a spring thing. That. That's it's, I'm not really surprised by that. Mm-hmm. I, it's not only Japan. Like all over anywhere, when it's spring, like all the flowers are blossoming and the mm-hmm. trees blossom. That those trees that do they blossom. Have blossom trees on campus. Yes. Somewhere. Yeah, they do. Do they ever blossom? Uh, <laughs> I was actually they reading were. about this earlier. Um, not all cherry blossom trees blossom. There's different species that do, and those that don't. There's okay. over like a thousand different species of them in Aww. Japan, or something like that. Like and they're in the commons, aren't they? Like a no, they're by Atkinson. Yeah. Atkinson, okay. Yeah. In, on, on well, yeah, and then in Japan, they they breed them campus. to have the most beautiful blossoms. So mm-hmm. well, that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, how how did that taste? Good actually. Good it was good. I quite sweet good. and mild. I thought it would taste like soap. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it anyway. I'll Might as well. The, maybe I'll yeah. just stick with the green tea and dark chocolate. Um, okay. That's good. So where do we go from here? Uh, part two. As I'd I like said, to we be more directly related to anime and manga. Um, well, for instance, you went to Kamiket. I did. Twice. I want to know, like, <laughs> Genjiken, fact or fiction? Fact. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many fucked up people there. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Fun. I don't know. Um, both times I went to Summer Comicette and then I went again in Winter Comicette. Um, really fun experience. It's free admission to get in, so it's not like oh. a big deal. Um, yeah. The only expensive thing is kind of getting to Odaiba, which is like the little man-made island area where it's held. But even that's not that expensive. I think it was more expensive in summer because I didn't really know what the cheapest way was to go. Mm-hmm. I think I went a bit out of my way, but mm. um, lots and lots of people go. It's You can't miss it as soon as you get on the ma- major um, trains that go there from Shinjuku. Like, you can recognize an otaku in a crowd. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> And like, I, I was like, uh, I could look at my map and try to figure it out that way, or I could just follow the people, so I just follow them around. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really good. Again, I was there by myself both times. The second time I was trying to hook up to find like some other nerd f- mm-hmm. like from the internet and like go with another Japanese person to go, but it uh, didn't work out. But I still had fun both times. Um, the way that they run some, like the comic cut, I think they planned it on the hottest day of the year and the <laughs> coldest day of the year. Like it does literally feel that way. When I was there in the summer, it was so hot. When we were waiting in line, you're waiting for like an hour or two just because lines snake all around the building just to get in properly and there's at least two or three people i saw that had passed out from heat stroke and they were like on wheelchairs and like being fanned uh yeah so that wasn't so cool um you're supposed to either you not don't have to but most people do you can either buy a catalog or a cd Mm -hmm. and that just basically tells you who is selling what and where on all three days okay so if there's a specific dojinchi circle that you want to buy from or a specific genre that you like like they group them by what you what kind of stuff you're selling so like all the yaoi stuff is like on one day mm-hmm. which is actually by coincidence the wait day that i went for both times i didn't even plan it that way i just wanted to go for one day <laughs> <laughs> well it's the friday so i always went the first day because i didn't want to have to go on the weekend because yeah, usually yeah. i also had plans on the weekend and then once you go one day you don't want to go back like I, the mm-hmm. first time for the summer comic had i wanted to go all three days but then i went to the first day and i'm like no i don't want to do this two more days <laughs> It was only in the winter one that I realized everything changed. Like, I thought it was the same people in the same places each day. Mm-hmm. It was only at the end of my day at the winter comic cat that I realized that 
everything switches. The artists move all around. Well, I knew that, but still, I thought it was the same people there, and it's not. So they have, like, the hentai stuff on a different day than the hour yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I kind yeah. of wish I had gone to that. Um, it w- probably think it was a, the Saturday and the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just to see what they have. But walking around, there's some strange stuff they saw there. <laughs> but again, it's... I wouldn't say that Comic Ed is really like an anime convention. I think they're very different experiences. I th- would liken more Comic Ed to like um, when you go to like Anime North or something. If you just went to um, the fan alley, like with the people artist that make alley? stuff, the artist yeah. alley. Yeah. If you go to Artist Alley and just expand Artist Alley, that's what Comic Ed is. Uh, hmm. But a little bit more professional, maybe. Well, actually, artist galleries now these days they are getting progressively more. I think more high tech. I guess you would say. Yeah, but there's a lot of craft in the artist alley. Yeah, there's still some craft stuff in oh, artist alley. Yeah, some. Like yeah. Uh, you mean at not not as much as I would say at like a North American type okay. convention. I got the impression that it was mostly uh, it's actual donjinji. It's mostly yeah. mostly donjinji, but okay. I did see stuff like pencil boards and like magnets and all that kind of stuff. But like not pins. like uh, bags. Not and no. Because it gets quite crafty at the artist alley. Yeah, yeah, there's not as much of that as there was here. Okay, but. Now, what sort of a demographic would you say? You went on the Yowie Day, so I assume that there were more girls than guys, or... I still would say it was about 50-50, I 50/50? suppose. 50-50? Hmm. Yeah. Because it's not only Yowie on Fridays. There's also other stuff. Like, they're really big. It's one big... It's all held at the, um... Oh, I've forgotten the name. The Upside Down Triangle Shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's <laughs> two of them. Oh, mm-hmm. it'll come back to me, and I'll just blurt it out, like, halfway through <laughs> when we're talking here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a West Wing and an East Wing, and they're both huge. Um, when I went for the Winter Combat Cat, like, I got there a bit later than I wanted to, and we were distracting about things over there. Um, yeah, I didn't even get to see everything that I wanted to see, like, but again, I didn't want to spend that much money, because when you buy Dojinji and then to bring it back, I think I spent altogether about a hundred bucks. Hmm. Which is not that bad. Um, it was really cool to actually go, because there's artists that I, I don't, I'm not hugely into Dojinji. There's maybe like two or three circles that I know and mm-hmm. that I like, but it was neat because I could just go on, the, on their websites and then look where they were going to be, and then I went there and they were there. I don't know if I actually saw if it was the actual artists themselves selling it because mm-hmm. the ar- the circles that I like are more um, bigger circles. Oh, the Tokyo Big Site, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> we got signals from Mike here. Yeah, <laughs> he's our uh, internet handy person. Yeah, the Big Site, good times. I'd only been there twice. Um, and yeah, it was really good. Not that many foreigners. Really? Mm. Uh, when I was in line at the Summer Comic Cat, I only saw one other girl that I could spot that was another foreigner, and she was there with some Japanese friends. Hmm. So that yeah. was actually kind of interesting. And yeah, everyone's there with their big books. I didn't bother buying one. I kind of wish I had just as a souvenir, but mm-hmm. they also yeah. cost like 20 bucks. <laughs> and it's just a giant like catalog, like your Sears catalog, and it just has pages and pages. It tells you everywhere who's going to be there, and it has like a sample like a small like tiny like thumbnail type uh image of hmm. like a sample of what their group is hmm. so if you want and you, you're looking for like new art to get into you can kind of flip through it and be like oh i like that and then you can go and look for yourself mostly i just wandered up and down and up and down <laughs> and up and down and just was looking at stuff um the second time for the winter comic head i just bought something that i'd never heard of before because i saw like a big group of it and i didn't even know what it was i think it's actually for a video game now Looking back at it, there's, like, robots, and I don't like it that much. I kind of want to resell it. But, you know, it was interesting art at the time. I mostly buy Dojinji for the art, not for the story. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, you're not buying it for the story anyway. The story's based off of something else. Mm-hmm. Well, what sort of series were popular when you were over there? Uh, no, I guess the same kind of stuff that's popular here. Like, that, again, that one that I, I bought two of, I actually don't even know what it's called. Uh, I'd have to look it up later. It was, I think it was based actually more of, like, a Seinen-type show. Kind of like Power Rangers, like mm. one of those live-action ones, but... Mm. Kind of weird. I don't know. The stuff that I bought was Final Fantasy VII. Yay! Shonen I type stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Can I see that later? <laughs> I can bring it for you Yay. sometime. It's really good. Uh, 
yeah most of that kind of stuff um and then of course so there's the cosplay upstairs yeah, i was about to ask that um i wasn't that impressed when really? i was there yeah, I don't you always know. see like pictures of these extremely professional looking. They cosplayers. weren't there when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was more creepy. Like when I was taking pictures, I was taking picture of the creepy people taking pictures of the pe- other people. <laughs> like I, I had like I had, like the wide angle shot because <laughs> it's creepy. Because you have the one girl posing and like Gaius is really popular in Japan. Yeah, Gaius, yeah, yeah. which I think is not as popular here because it's basically about mm. how Japan is poor victim Japan, and they kind of latch onto that. I guess I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> I like Gaius. I didn't watch it all yet. I still have to. But it's really popular when I was there. Um, there's an anime club at Meiji that I kind of tried to get into they're weird there not unlike here but <laughs> when it's in another kind of <laughs> when it's in another language and you see you're like really weird nerd type people are like oh this is kind of <laughs> weird i need to leave <laughs> well plus well, a lot of them when like when i was there there's quite a few of them that were korean mm-hmm. they were still they were really sweet the one girl was really nice she really wanted me to be in there but the way it worked out with my schedule i was kind of too busy because again at meiji i was going to sudagodai campus for my japanese lessons that was like more downtown tokyo then I was going to Ikuta for my Japanese like physiology and biology stuff. That was in Ikuta, which was like 50 minutes away in the opposite direction. Hmm. And then I lived right near Izumi campus, which is only a 10-minute walk. Like It was the closest campus to me, mm-hmm. but I had no classes there. <laughs> like My one friend was lucky. He had a lot of classes there, so it was easy. He could just walk there, mm-hmm. and he would be right there. And that's where um, the anime club was. What, sort of, well, what did they do in the anime club? Like, did um, they do showings the way Yama does? No. What did they do? They actually made doujinji. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, they did do showings, like, but what they had, their office was actually kind of a lot like our office. I was kind of having a lot of nostalgia. I'm like, this is like ours. <laughs> um, they had more like magazines and manga a little bit more mm-hmm. and less of DVD type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had a TV on their table and constantly there was anime showing. Hmm. And they would just like take stuff that they downloaded on like Winnie or whatever and then just be showing it the entire time. Um, the latest episodes of whatever was playing and then they would just kind of like talk about stuff they would talk about games and that kind of thing but again like when i first went there it was my japanese was still pretty rusty mm-hmm. so like i could talk about hi my name is this oh i like this anime and that would be like the extent of what i could do yeah you kind of sit there and then they're all giving you strange looks most of them the first couple times i went there were like mostly guys there and yeah. they were just like oh my god it's a foreigner <laughs> and they're i don't know I think that mostly, like, a lot of Japanese guys, like, really easily imitated, intimidated. Mm-hmm. Well, can, so, so do Japanese girls, too, I guess, but mostly the guys, and I kind of got, I don't That's know, sort of a stereotype of, like, the loud, brash. I guess, but I was, like, really American. quiet. So, like, I went a couple of times, but then after a while, like, I got really busy with other things, isn't really doing as much there, and, and I ended up not going. I don't know, if I go back, like, I wouldn't mind, like, going and spending more time there, but, again, second semester, I really got caught up um, with uh, the Kempo Club mm-hmm. instead, which was also at Izumi, but I don't know. I fit in a little bit better there, I guess. Uh, Kempo, for those of you that don't know, it's not karate. Like, I looked up Kempo when I got back, because I really wanted to do it again when I got back to Toronto. Kempo here is just, like, re- a style of karate, so it's not the same. Kempo, the one that I did, is, has actually different kanji, if you look at the breakdown of the words. Hmm. Um, it's basically boxing. It's, like, martial arts boxing. You have, like, a helmet you wear. Um, you have boxing gloves, and you have, like, a chest, like, armor-type plate, and that's how it goes. Um, the way the matches work, they're, like, only two or three minutes long at most. And it's kind of, like, based on points. So you're not constantly pummeling the other person. Aww. It's basically whoever gets the best one, and then the match ends. So it's kind of like um, final death kind of thing, I guess. <laughs> so, like, if you're, if you're standing, and then one person gets in a really solid hit, then the match is over. Hmm. So oh. it basically depends on technique more than power. Like, and speed mm. is really important. And whoever gets the first really strong blow... Like, if you just do a weak punch that doesn't connect very well, or, like, something that is not that good, you won't get a point and the match will continue mm-hmm. and then there's a ref and yeah it's actually really interesting to do i think i liked practicing more than actually sparring because i hated it <laughs> <laughs> um because we were training there for like i think a month before we actually got to start sparring 
And I didn't like it because when you get hit, it's not fun. <laughs> like, does it really hurt? Well, yeah. Even when you have a helmet, like if somebody like um, in the kempo club, there was only actually one Japanese girl in it. Well, there's two. One was the manager, but the other girl that was actually doing kempo, she was on the national team. Oh, so <laughs> she was like really good, and she was fighting. She was practicing with the guys all the time, so, and that helped her become better as well. Mm-hmm. And then I joined up, and then there was two other Canadian girls that joined. <laughs> they came in second semester, so it was me. And then there was also an Austrian girl that joined, but she dropped out a bit later. Which is interesting, because then there's us, like, foreigners. Uh, first term, some of my Swed- Swedish, Swedish friends had joined, but then they never went, because they were always clubbing on the weekends. <laughs> and then they decided not to go, because they were hungover or sleeping all day. But, yeah, it was a really good experience. But sparring, I didn't like it. Because, again, I would be sparring a lot of the time with this other girl who's on the national team. And I was always so slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, it was hard to really get a rhythm. And whenever you tried to punch, you would block or, you know, get away. Obviously, she's really good. But then when she would land, like a head punch, mm-hmm. like your you, your whole head is jarred and you like everything goes black for a minute. And you're like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and you you know you do the best you can. I think I was getting it better towards the end. I don't know. Like they were really impressed with my um, punching skills because I've done boxing before, mm-hmm. whereas the other two girls mm-hmm. hadn't. So I think I was stronger than they were. But then the other girl had done karate before, so she was faster than me. So it kind of balanced out at the end. But. Hmm. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I would love to do it again in Toronto, I, but I haven't really found anywhere. So, because I, I was looking it up, and it just kept it coming up, basically karate that I was finding. So, that's uh, a bit unfortunate. Mm-hmm. It is. Try it's it's, it's fun. Karate. I need to try something like that again when I come back to York. I think I'm going to look into like Muay Thai or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really fun. Or do boxing again, just mm-hmm. straight boxing. Kickboxing. I could try kickboxing. Do you have that at York? I don't even I don't know. know. I've done it before, but not at York. They didn't. Yeah. yeah sure. Well, I know they don't have boxing. They used to have it, and it used to be, um, what would you call it, varsity or whatever, but mm. not anymore. It stopped going, but... Mm. Well, it sounds like you had a really amazing time. I and did. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with final insults. All right. So you want to hear people talk about Japanese cartoons. You know, anime. But you think the other anime podcasters just aren't nerdy enough? Sounds like you need to join forces with the Anime World Order where each week three self-proclaimed experts offer you reviews of titles both new and classic, news and commentary, rants, convention reports, interviews with fandom, and some hentai and yaoi for good measure. So search for Anime in the iTunes Music Store. Or visit our website at AnimeWorldOrder.com. Anime World Order, revealing the truth about anime, one podcast at a time. on a fan sub group for the second season but we only got through one episode I did two, th- two thirds of it mm-hmm. and then we decided to drop it because uh, AFK was doing it again mm. we weren't sure that they were going to that's why we wanted to do it in the first place mm. alright and we're back with final insults so who would like to go first the girl with nothing to talk about or the girl <laughs> who could talk for another three hours <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't know you go ahead me? alright yeah. Clarissa Oh no, I've gone blank. There's like ten things I wanted to talk about. I've always <laughs> gone blank. Uh, I guess we go with two things. Um, one, Zetsubo Sensei. I think it's almost wrapped up. I don't know. I haven't really I've been out of touch. I only got back on Friday and all of everything is out of touch. But yeah, really good show. Uh, I love the first season. Second season was good. It was really weird to actually turn on the TV at Saturday night at t- 12.30 and have it come on TV. Mm. It was like really exciting for me because I'd only <laughs> ever seen anime before downloaded and from that. But to actually like turn on like go through yeah. the channels and like, oh my god, it's the brand new episode. And, and then you I actually <laughs> see where they put the commercials in that and they have like tie-in commercials and you're like, oh yeah, my god. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, the worst for me is the first episode of Setsubo Sensei that I actually watched that I was going to be fan subbing because I joined up briefly with the fan sub group just because I thought it would be good practice for me to work on my Japanese. Mm-hmm. And it was, the, it, was the, was it the second or third episode of the second season. It's the one where the very first segment is like fan translated <laughs> like it's <laughs> the, okay the whole episode the very first segment of it it's done in like like basically i guess like pig latin but in like japanese like it's just it's gibberish what <laughs> the words make no sense and then all of the segments follow along with the manga very closely so mm-hmm. y- if you're ever lost you can follow, look back at the manga and then kind of do it that way that's useful so the manga had the proper translation but then the, fa- the translation that they put in was not it was like a, a you know when they have like parody subs mm-hmm. it was like a parody tra- like parody subtitle so then <laughs> you had the choice of like either subtitling what the f- like the parody sub was mm-hmm. or like subbing what actually was supposed to be going on in the manga <laughs> and it was so confusing because i was watching it and i was like oh my god <laughs> like what's going on i didn't understand what was going on but uh yeah that was fun anyway i recommend watching that series it's really good if not really crazy but it suits me it is pretty crazy it's very it's very uh like stylish i guess yeah and that's really the only anime that i followed when i was in japan i actually watched less anime in japan than i ever have <laughs> same with video games because again i was always doing other things and anime is not really as cool here i guess as it is there like it's still like obviously it's very popular in japan as well but mm-hmm. uh i don't know there's only one other really girl in one of the classes i visited that was really like an anime freak and she was so surprised that i had i knew as much as i did mm-hmm. especially like older series and stuff they were quite I don't know, either impressed or scared, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and I watched Touch. I started watching Touch, but again, oldie but a goodie. Um, mm-hmm. And then to get with the other thing I want to talk about, um, I was just reading the other day about on Anime News Network about Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Their video. Crunchyroll. Yeah, and they're streaming and about the $4 million that they're apparently getting. Mm-hmm. I think that's insane. And th- they're actually illegally streaming uh, things they don't have the copyright to, and that's where Well, yeah, I, I knew that already. Yeah, um, just for people who don't know. It was good for me when I was in Japan, just because it was a really easy way for me to like keep in touch with stuff that I couldn't be asked to download. Like, like I didn't care about something enough to download it. It was just convenient. Like again, when I was watching Touch, I was watching it all through Crunchyroll, just because it's really easy and convenient. Mm-hmm. But the idea that they're making that much money on stuff that like they're only paying to, like they're only hosting it. Mm-hmm. They're not producing it. They're not even fan subbing it. It's just taken by the, from the fan subbers. So I don't know. I guess we'll see how that goes. But I guess it's more tapping into what really there's a void out there for people that want to download it and you know if there's a market for it people will get into it i guess mm-hmm. i don't know it'd be interesting to see how, how it plays out especially like legally from a legal standpoint well i think something like funimation and anime on D- like all those kinds of like companies should have been on that bandwagon a long time ago yeah it's kind of unfortunate that there's this new group that i don't know who owns them they're very kind of quiet against that mm-hmm. but well thank you yeah so carol on. do you have anything <laughs> yet um, yeah, I'm looking forward to March 25th purely because I, I don't even have a PSP, but Final Fantasy VII ad, uh, Crisis Core is coming out on the 25th. Only? Yeah. It's been out for a year in Japan. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I <laughs> the Japanese version, but I can't. Uh, what am I supposed to do? I can't understand I the Japanese version. I almost bought the limited edition the day it oh. came out. I had to like chain myself to my room to prevent myself from going to buy it. I can't understand <laughs> a word of it. I would have bought it anyway. Because <laughs> the, the PSP was like a limited edition PSP yeah, that it, it had came on the with back. The, the logo on it. And yeah, had a bunch I of stuff saw, with it. But it's coming out now in English. I was this close to you buying it. You should have. But, but I just yeah. bought my D- my DS and I like have, yeah I have a DS. I was getting Jasso money, PSP. but I was <laughs> like I can't. <laughs> so I'm very excited because now I'll actually be able to understand you know it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just speaking of old DVD getting you know Master Keaton, I just got all eight DVDs of it, and it's such a good show because he diffuses bombs with chocolate. Yes. Anybody who diffuses bombs with chocolate is like my hero. So mm-hmm. watch it, Master Keaton, if you ever get a chance. It's really really good. 
Yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm quite happy people are enjoying Master Keaton. Yay. We're actually showing it at Yama uh, this term. So, yeah, it's always good to get people into older. Is it older. a new show or an older show? It's, it's 1998 older. or yeah, something like somewhere that? somewhere around there. Okay. It's yeah, older. it's by the, the same mangaka who did uh, Monster okay. and Yawara. Oh, okay. Mm. So, like that sort of same style, mm. very realistic. Yeah. About an insurance investigator, but don't let that put you off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Really good. Sure. <laughs> and the episode where it was about finding the recipe for pudding was actually really good. Yeah. Because the pudding looks great. <laughs> the Eva movie. I should have put that in mind. I saw it the day it came out. <laughs> it was like sex on the screen. I don't know. I love Eva. It's, 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 been in my top, it's been my top five series for like forever. But then to like see it on the screen and it's so beautiful, like the art, because it's all redone and remastered yeah, yeah. and it's like... <laughs> people like crying i think i was <laughs> <laughs> i brought my two friends that visited me and they didn't understand a word of japanese hardly ever well kate did a bit but yeah so i dragged them because i thought that they both liked anime still but apparently they've both moved on and they like dramas now so they wow. watch like taiwanese dramas and like uh. j-dramas and then they're like yeah we don't like anime anymore and i'm like well why did you let me to because i had to buy the tickets in advance mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah the ticket i got like half of it was like a hologram wow it was a uh, unit uh, eva three should you still oh, you have brought it, it. Uh, I have it in my room. I definitely didn't throw it that way. You should frame it. I wanted to go back and see it like five more times, but <laughs> you know, it's kind of expensive yeah, and you have to book the tickets bit. in advance, but that was amazing. Um, they had like a gift shop kind of thing because it was only showing in like three places in Tokyo, mm-hmm. like select theaters. So I bought a poster, like a limited edition and they had like oh, art man. books. They had so much stuff. Cool. I was like in love. I wanted to buy everything. <laughs> that was worth it. <laughs> I don't know. Can you beat it? Can you download it yet? It's not out yet, is it? Um, I haven't tried. I, uh, oh, oh, that was like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> right. So, I know that it was meant. This was mentioned last week, but Nozomi Entertainment has announced the rights to the first three seasons of Maria Samaga Mitteru, which is boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. <laughs> okay. I haven't watched it though. Let's be fair. <laughs> oh, then what are you talking about then? Well, okay, so it is kind of slow paced and slice of life and. Yeah, you have to really like schoolgirls. Lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I'm actually quite surprised by this, because it's not a, a good time for the anime industry. And it's definitely not a good time to be downloading slow series with lesbians who never actually get together. So, yeah, very surprising. But even more surprising is that they're actually releasing it in a very smart way. They're going to be releasing it in season box sets, 50 bucks for a season. And they're doing, Nozomi has Emma too, the Victorian romance mm-hmm. Emma, and they're doing it uh, a similar way. And so, like, kudos to them for getting it right when, like, Bandai Visual and other companies just, just can't seem to, to get the, the format down. So I don't know how they can afford to put out these season bricks, basically, but, yeah, good for them. And I'll be really looking forward to that. $50 is cheap. That yes, is cheap is. for a whole season. You would cry if you went to Japan. <laughs> I would. I cried. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks for listening in to the second uh, All Girls White Day episode. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll say great work, girls. Uh, one thing I'll have to say. Um, go ahead. You'll, you'll talk about this a little bit more as uh, yeah. as we go when the regular crew returns yep. in the in the coming weeks. Good, because uh, I think uh, there's still more. There's, there's still, still more, and I get the feeling. And, and listening to you, girl, listening to you three, um, especially, uh, especially mostly you, me. But, um, <laughs> You know, it, there's a lot of other que- there's a lot of other questions yeah. that always come up. Mm. So I want to get your so over I'll, the next couple again, weeks, yeah. we'll, we'll get I your reaction before quickly, the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure there are things forget. that go in your mind. Great work. Yeah.
And maybe next time we'll have a fourth girl so you don't have to hear <laughs> me tried, next year. I tried. I swear I tried. I really did. <laughs> Great work, guys. Uh, for me, I guess uh, that's it for this week. See you in seven.